Hello beautiful people and welcome to Dr. Mom is in the house. My name is Dr. Danielle Hadid and I'm a stay-at-home psychologist mom. I understand the challenges of staying sane and emotionally healthy in today's hectic and demanding world. Nowadays, it's so easy to stay connected with those around us through technology and social media, but often we are most disconnected from ourselves. I'm here to share with you some tried and true counseling and psychological strategies for achieving balance, managing stress, and living towards optimal wellness. My goal with each podcast is to provide you with at least one tool or technique that you can try and apply in your everyday life as you take steps towards achieving balance and living towards your optimal wellness. So, thanks for joining me and let's get to it. In honor of Mother's Day this Sunday, I decided to deviate from my Let's Talk About Stress series to share a bit about motherhood, its highs and lows, and how to work towards well-being while in this most important role. I've always known I was meant to be a mom. Next to having a PhD, it's the thing I've wanted most in this world. I have no doubt that my job as a mother is the most important role of my life. That being said, even as I acknowledge how wonderful it is to be a mom, I must also admit the undeniable truth that this is the hardest job I have ever had. I am the proud and tired mother of two kiddos under the age of seven. I'm pretty sure all the caregivers out there know what I'm talking about when I say it's pretty difficult to get much of anything done when you're taking care of young kids and even grown kids. Far less if you are a working mom on top of that most important role of being mom. For mothers of really little ones, if you manage to take a daily shower and put on matching shoes, that's often an achievement. As a working parent, if you manage to eat a healthy dinner, have the kids down on time, and everything ready to rinse and repeat the next day, then hats off to you. I will tell you honestly that sometimes, maybe more often than I would like to admit, one of the many balls that I am constantly juggling drops to the earth with a resounding thud. And although I haven't left the house wearing two different sides of shoes, I have attended a wedding proudly sporting two different sides of earrings. Do I hear any moms out there murmuring, been there, done that? Recently, I was lying on the ground, coloring with my little girl. My big guy literally sat on top of my back so that he could get some mama attention too. I'm sure many of you can empathize with that struggle of trying to give equal attention to your kiddos and feeling like you're missing the mark. Moms often feel guilty about something we think we just aren't doing right and bless our kiddos, but they don't understand what we're going through, how hard it is sometimes to be a mom. They see that mommy is busy, tired, not able to play at quite that second, ready to scream because we refuse to put the shoes away again. The work that a mother does never ends. And it also means that sometimes we can't give our kids everything that they need, both emotionally and physically. That's a hard pill to swallow, especially when for some of us, this is our only job. 
so it can be particularly devastating to feel like we're not acing it or worse, feel as if we are failing at this most important role. A while back, there was a video circulating on Facebook. It showed various people interviewing for a job. The interviewer describes the job description and it becomes clear to the interviewees that this is a full-time, no-rest position that will test your limits and probably push you to the edge of sanity. It is revealed at the end that the interviewer is defining what it means to be a mom, how all-encompassing it is, that it is a round-the-clock position that leaves one with no time to relax, breathe or be oneself. I remember watching this video the first time with tears in my eyes because that is exactly what being a mom felt like to me on most days. Especially if you are a stay-at-home mom and quite frankly, even if you are a mom who goes out and works all day. You come home to kids who wrap themselves around your legs, who pull at your pants or hide themselves under your dress, who run into the bathroom when you're trying to have a shower to ask you a question or tell you something super important. And let's not talk about what happens when you try to actually use the bathroom. These are the bits about motherhood that they don't prepare you for. My point is, as I'm sure all you mamas out there can attest to, motherhood isn't easy. But I must also emphasize that being a mom is the most joyful experience of my life. That's why I tell people that for me, motherhood has been both beautiful and challenging. I think at this moment, before we get any further into our conversation today, let's do a quick breathing exercise to help you hopefully release some of that mama stress that you're carrying around and feel a little calmer. We'll start by practicing deep breathing. Take a deep breath in through your nose while silently counting to six in your mind. Hold that breath for a count of six. Then slowly release that breath through your mouth for a count of six. Let's do that together one more time. Breathe in through the nose, two, three, four, five, six. Hold, two, three, four, five, six. And release, two, three, four, five, six. Now take a deep breath in. And as that cooling breath fills your lungs, imagine that you are literally breathing in peace. Exhale. And imagine yourself blowing out all the stress that you're holding onto. Again, take a deep breath in. And imagine a deep sense of calm flowing into your body. Let that breath out and imagine all negativity leaving your body as you prepare to open your mind to what we are going to be talking about today. Now, I will not even pretend that I have all the answers for how to make motherhood easier, less stressful or more manageable. What I can do is share with you how I try to stay sane every day. For me, it starts with being more patient. And let me tell you, 
Patience has never been and still isn't one of my strongest virtues, but it's something I work on on a daily basis since becoming a mom. Once I had my first child, I had to slow down, learn to accept situations as they are, breathe deeply and respond slowly. I was better able to do this when I came to the realization that it's not all about me anymore. I'm responsible for someone else now, for this little person that I brought into the world and I must put their needs before mine. I want to say at this point that when I talk about patience, I'm not only referring to being patient with your nine-month-old when she refuses to eat carrots or when your two-year-old continues to climb up on the table no matter how many times you have said no, or if your 10-year-old refuses to do his math homework, or if your 17-year-old tells you she wants to go backpacking through Europe for a year instead of going to college. We are all facing situations in our lives that try our patience, as the saying goes. It's how we respond to these situations and to our inner reactions to whatever is going on around us. Remember that mindful breathing? Take one of those nice, soothing breaths in right now. Because what is also necessary when faced with challenging parental situations is being patient with yourself. We need to accept that yes, situations are going to be frustrating at times and you also need to believe that you will get through it. In this way, you also need to be able to forgive yourself because you will lose your patience and you are going to make mistakes. We don't automatically become superhuman once we become parents. We won't have all the answers. Some things won't get done. Some things will go wrong. And unless we learn to forgive ourselves, we will be in a state of perpetual guilt over the things we think we did wrong or didn't get done or wish we had done differently. Guilt is a normal and understandable feeling, but it doesn't get us anywhere. In fact, all it does is make us feel worse by adding an additional layer of negative emotion that we need to work through on top of everything else on our plates. Yes, I would love to get all the laundry done, clean up all the toys and have a healthy meal prepared for my family, all while staying on top of student emails and making sure that all my grading is up to date. But realistically, if I can get one or two things knocked off the to-do list, it's a good day. So I try not to be too hard on myself and give myself a pass rather than hold on to guilt and frustration. I breathe through it and try to think instead about what I'm grateful for or what went right that day. So not only do I want to encourage you to work on letting go of this guilt, I also want to recommend that rather than heaping negativity upon yourself and feeling bad about yourself or your parenting, how about you entertain some positive affirmations? Affirmations are statements we make about ourselves to ourselves. Occasionally, the statements that we use to talk about ourselves and our parenting can be negative and demeaning. I suck at helping my kids with homework or I'm the worst parent in the world because of what I said to my kid today. Look, there is no doubt that throughout the day, we will make mistakes or have negative interactions with our kids. But these do not define who we are as parents or as people. Rather than allow these negative instances to overwhelm you, how about you try to see it as just a moment in time 
a few moments in your day and instead say to yourself, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm a loving mom. I'm a present parent. Now, here's where I want to talk a little about cognitive flexibility. You might be scratching your head wondering what this is all about. Cognitive flexibility is about adapting to situations and the environment as necessary. As I'm sure you mamas and dadas can attest to, there is nothing more ever-changing than having a child and being a parent. Things are always coming up, situations are always changing, kids get sick, they forget stuff, plans need to change. As parents, we need to be able to make changes on a dime to put out fires as necessary and react quickly and appropriately to the needs of our children. I will tell you honestly, this is not one of my strong suits either. I have the tendency to get totally discombobulated when things go wrong in my home or with my kids. Because as a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom, having things organized and scheduled and just so helps me stay sane. But you know what they say about best laid plans. So, I will admit that I actively work on reacting calmly to changes and on accepting situations as they happen. It often takes me a beat or two and some deep breathing, but I'm getting better at that thing called cognitive flexibility. Speaking of affirmations, a few that I use here are, just go with the flow, mama. Everything's gonna work out. I can handle this. The last and maybe most important thing that I try to do is be fully present when I'm with my kiddos. Whether I'm feeding or bathing them, coloring with them or out in our backyard. And though it can be difficult to quiet the mind because as a mom there is always something to think about or do, the least I can do is put aside that cell phone and really just be with my children. Enjoying them is what makes it all worth it. And you can't truly enjoy them if you are trying to split your attention between them and your electronic devices and social media. Why am I sharing this with you today about how to surf the highs and lows of parenting? Well, above and beyond trying to maintain your sanity in the midst of the parenting madness, there are psychologically based reasons for trying to manage those stressful lows and negative feelings. Psychologists associated with the American Psychological Association have suggested that how mothers cope with stress sets the tone for how the family and their children respond to stress and stressful events. It's kind of like how you respond to your little one when he or she falls off a bike or takes a tumble. If you make a big deal about it, your kiddo will reflect your reaction and possibly respond accordingly. Likewise, if you take the time as a caregiver to identify when you are stressed out internally and understand how you respond to it in an effort to find healthy ways of coping, then you are demonstrating self-awareness, emotional regulation and problem solving, all skills that you ultimately want to help them develop as they themselves navigate our crazy world. Apart from what the research says, I also believe strongly in what I shared at the start of this podcast. Motherhood is equal parts joy and struggle, and sometimes the bad can outweigh the good. But if you look past the tough moments and focus on the precious gifts, on that hug that your child gave you right before bed, 
or the brilliant smile he or she bestowed upon you as they walked out the door for school, or the thanks mom when you gave them their dinner. When you hold on to those precious nuggets of pure innocence, motherhood can be blissful. There's one last thing I would like to say before closing this podcast. Moms aren't always the women who give birth to us. Mom could also refer to the stay-at-home dad or an adoptive aunt or grandmother. So here's to all the moms out there. It's a hard job and a huge responsibility, but the value of the role we play in the lives of the children we care for is immeasurable. Hopefully what I've shared about today has helped the primary caregivers out there to think about new ways of coping with the highs and lows of motherhood. Maybe engaging in one of these recommended strategies can help you cope more effectively and set you on a path for achieving your overall well-being so you can stay connected with the joy of parenting. So give one of these a try as you go forward into the rest of your day, into tomorrow and the next day and the next. Be well, beautiful people. And if you need any additional help or support, be sure to connect with a local counselor or psychologist. Until next time.